This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. This is it. Last time around the track. This is it. The last regular season weekend of the Hershey Bears season. My name is Richard Blosser welcoming you to this episode. It is a Tuesday, April 18th. A little late getting this out, but I really wanted to collect my thoughts about everything that happened this past week. It's been a very busy week for yours truly. Welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. The first only Hershey Bears podcast out there in the hockey verse. Of course, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Thank you for having us on as well. And it's a lovely time of year, everyone. Why is it? Well, we'll get to that in a little bit. But I got a lot of Bears stuff to get through because it has been a busy last week for the Bears. Because, oh, it's the last week. And that bad. It's like the last week of school feel. <laughs> nope. Not not like that whatsoever, unless you know your season's done. It is not the last week of school whatsoever. It is not. Not in any way whatsoever. The boys have some work to do. Seeds need to be solidified here in the Atlantic Division. And the boys had a task ahead of them. That even though um, we're still a point up on Providence, still a point up on them, but each have three games to go at different points during the week. And we need to get to that finish line. And number one, I mean, we're getting a first round by regardless, but we need to know who's going to get to each spot. And that journey began on a Tuesday night. We go way back to Tuesday as the Bears took on the Charlotte Checkers for the last time, playoffs permitting, at Giant Center on on the ever-elusive and ever-rare Tuesday night. A truly takeover Tuesday night. (laughs) Hmm. (coughs) cough yes a truly tuesday takeover and yours truly no pun intended had a truly when i was out in vegas and um (laughs) i had a i had one of those uh bud light hard seltzer ones too and i remember looking to my wife going hub darling i feel so white trashy (laughs) oh my goodness oh my goodness and laugh We, we joke and all that on here but a <clears throat> truly takeover Tuesday as the Bears and the Charlotte Checkers went at it one more time. I even went to a morning skate that Tuesday, and that's a fun experience to go through. Well, what's so fun about it? It's just players skating around. Well, hey, it's a good place to get uh, uh, autographs, number one. It's a little bit more loose, a lot more fun. Guys just skating around, a lot of bullshit, and a lot of going, Nice shot, you fucker! You think I'm joking? That was actually yelled out there. It's just, it's men. Men, men, men. It's a rinkle full of men. You never have to leave the toilet seat down. It's a rinkle full of men, 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 menity, men, men. 
Sorry, I had a Ren Fair experience. Sorry about that. But it was good to see the boys. Everybody skating around. Is that Ethan Frank skating around? Why, yes, it is. But he's in, an, in a no-contact jersey. That's fine. And um, great stuff out there. Really great stuff to, to see there. And yours truly, back up in the press box. Back up on Media Row. You love to see it. You love to be up there. Uh, Corey, friend of the show, friend of the podcast. Might be on next week. Uh, was also with me as well. So it's nice to have a partner in crime up there in in the booth. And the Bears skate out wearing their chocolates and whites. And out comes Charlotte in their whites. Mm-mm. You know, the, the league needs to get away from this. I know they're not going to. But we need to get away from this wearing darks at home at the second half of the season. I don't care. Charlotte should be wearing red and the boys wear white. That's how it's always been. Don't change it. I don't care for marketing. I don't care. So we get at it early on in in the game, and we're missing a few bodies here and there. Some guys were scratched. What do you mean Dylan McElrath isn't here? Okay, McElrath got called up. A few other guys getting... Joe Snively gets called up. Okay, we're doing end-of-season call-ups because a certain team wearing red, white, and blue ain't in the playoffs this year. <laughs> I could have told you they hadn't gotten in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the hockey gods would pay me back on Thursday night. But it, it, it's a bit of a duct tape roster, but let's try to make this work. We get two points here. We're three up on Providence <clears throat> heading into the weekend. And uh, er, midway through the first uh, power play for Charlotte, and I'm watching up there. I'm like, don't let these guys get set up. Don't let these guys get set up. Riley Nash along the half board looking up at the point. Fires deflected. Scores! Cameron Morrison and Ryan McAllister getting his first professional point. Good on him. Go over and get that puck. Nice job, you rats. And it's one nothing Charlotte early. Cameron Morrison gets his sixth. Ryan McAllister gets his first assist, first professional point. Riley Nash's 34th assist of the season. American Hockey League All-Star. Riley Nash. And the boys are pressing. They really are. It's late in the period. It's not going the best. I know how this is going to go. The Bears are we're gonna go down one nothing and the fan club page is gonna ha ah! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What what's that? The fourth line going at it. Logan Day gets it down low. Matstrom out front. Aaron Nash shoots! Saved by Ruby. No, it's in! It's in! It's in! How the heck did that get in? Aaron Ness scores! Defenseman scoring! You love to see it! Aaron Ness just roofed it. It got stuck in the netting. It got stuck... The good kind of netting. Aaron Ness has tied the game, his fifth goal of the season. Matt Strom, his fourth assist. Logan Day, his twelfth assist of the season. With 15 seconds left to go in the period. That's a sin. That's a goal. That's a tied game. And we are tied at one point apiece. Awesome. Great job, Great job out of the guys. Great job. And we go into the second period. And uh, I am fat, dumb, and dumb and happy sitting up there. I also get stressed when I'm sitting up there. I'm just eating away at the chocolates up there. This is what happens when you have a bowl full of snack-sized candy and Reese's peanut butter cups up there. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm stress eating. Reese's, you understand. I'm like Homer Simpson. So... All right, we go through the set. We get into the, to the second. The two teams sort of even going through the third. And Pro- and Providence. 
Charlotte plays, does half-board work again. And Corey Contra just skates off the half walls. Who's got him? Into the slot. Rister, he scores. Corey Concher, former Syracuse Crunch, former Tampa Bay Lightning. Actually, what has Corey Concher been up to? Yeah, former Syracuse Crunch, Norfolk Admiral, Rochester American, Bridgeport Sound Tiger. Um, <sighs> all right, collect yourself, collect yourself, it's fine. Former all those teams, Corey Conchachar, Char, late season signing, gets the goal to put Charlotte up 2-1 in the third. <sighs> and it's 2-1 heading in at the end of second. Well, just so you know, the Bears really need a win here to get more points. I probably, yes, I know, I know, I know. So, into the third. The Bears get an early power play going. Power play going. And you know what? Ever since we put a defenseman out there to go the 4-1 and one method, our power play's been getting better. The movement's been getting better. Scoring's going up a little bit more. I feel more confident when they're going out there, and especially when 2-on-1s are given up. Oh, look, there's Aaron Ness out there. Oh, look, there's Bobby Nardella out there. You know, guys who can actually defend. And guy and teams know that they don't. Teams aren't going to be uber aggressive against us anymore on that because they know they have a four back there that ain't going to do squat. I'm looking at you, Connor McMichael. But anyway, but anyway, I'm rambling. I really am, and I like how this is this is set up. Set up the first line. First lines out there. Aaron Ness over. Gets it over Garrett Peline. Connor McMichael finds Vecchione in the slot. He shoots. He scores! Mike Vecchione gets it in. And we are tied at two points apiece. Power play goal for, for the Bears. Mike Vecchione's 23rd goal of the season. Connor McMichael, 22nd assist. Garrett Peline, 16th assist of the season. And we're tied. We are tied at two the bears are fighting back and you know what i'll take a point i will take a point in this scenario any points are good points don't care but we get midway through the third and i'm watching it's getting a little physical getting a little feisty out there henrik's lapierre comes in and just wham on a checker oh my goodness oh and he goes into the board and he's down he's down play's dead stop the play's dead not the player no, he's down. Oh, boy. Mmm. That's head and neck into the boards. Oh, my goodness. They have to help the guy up. He needs help getting off. He doesn't know where he is. And is that blood on the... That's blood on the... Oh, God, that's not good. And, uh, What are they going to do with LaPierre? What are they going to do? Ref skates over. Sits in the box. And two... There's only two on the board? Uh, <laughs> no, that can't be a two. That comes off, and it's a five. It's a five, and he's skating off. That's a two, a five, a ten, and a bye. Loppy, what are you doing, son? Bye. You're done. Done for the night. Okay. Five-minute power play for Charlotte. Okay. Okay. Let's just hold him to one. Okay. But the Bears hold him. This penalty kill that's been doing great. Two minutes in. And we've held them off. We've held them off. 
Charlotte comes in and gets the puck around. They try to get around uh, one of the killers. Is that Strom out there? And just hooks him and just just sort of hooks and just pushes him back and nothing gets called. Okay. Okay, there's some really shoving and battling in front of the net, but not okay, fine. I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm going, wait, what? Penalty on Hershey, they're pointing to the bench. What's happening? It's happening. And there's 14 just yelling and running. And wait, wait, Connor? Das Wunderkin? Stop! Connor, stop! What are you doing? Stop! And the linesman goes, no, you go. You're done. You're done. He's off to the box. It's a five on three. He got two minutes (laughs) <laughs> they call it unsportsmanlike conduct, disputing a decision, but you know what we call it on this show? That's two minutes for being a bitch. That's what it was. It, it's like the line from Bull Durham. Durham gets tossed, and the one lady's just sitting there knitting going, must have called him cocksucker. And I'm like, yep. So that's what he did. Connor McMichael goes off. It's a five on three. <laughs> Why are you like this? Two rookie mistakes. I'm like, okay, we'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be fine. Five minute, five on three. We've done worse. We've been worse. And uh, Lucas Carlson, Riley Nash over to Kunin. Fire scores! Ten seconds in! Ten seconds in! Say to Kunin, whatever his name is. Eighth goal of the season. Gives Charlotte the lead. Power play goal. Riley Nash, 35th assist. Lucas Carlson, his 33rd assist. Okay. All right. The five. Okay. All right. Fans are yelling. They're pissed off. Whatever. Okay. 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 We're fine. McMichael's out. Let's just not give up enough. We'll we'll be fine. All right. Let's just get off of this, this five. And what do you mean Cameron Morrison scores? What the hell, guys? I didn't even get done typing this in my notes. Cameron Morrison gets a second of the game. And it's 4-2 Charlotte. Cameron Morrison gets a seventh goal. Ryan McAllister, a second assist. Corey Concher, an assist. What are you guys doing? Late power play for, for the Bears. All right, let's cut into this with three, four minutes to go. I know the fans are pissed. And we'll get to that in a moment. To that in a moment as a delayed game penalty on Charlotte. Connor McMichael over to Garrett Pilon. Rester, he scores! 4-3! The Bears get one back! It's 4-3! Garrett Pilon, 11th goal of the season. Connor McMichael, 23rd assist. Mike Vecchione, 29th assist. 4-3! All right, guys. I know you don't like the refs right now, but you get them back on the scoreboard. You get them back. Let's push! Let's go! We're not... We're times running down. We're trying. We're looking. Shots blocked. Crossing feet over to Ness. He's got it. He left it. No, he left. Four, three to the corner. Somebody get it out. Two, one. And that's it. That's game. Charlotte wins. <laughs> Four, three, the final. Three stars. Ryan McAllister with two assists. Mike Vecchione, a goal and assist. Cameron Morrison, two goals, including the game winner. Fans are yelling and booing at the refs. Oh, by the way, your uh, your goaltenders were Hunter Shepard and Matt Guzda. 
Shepard going 20 for 24. Gozda going 24 for 27. All right. Let's deal with the bad chocolate in the room. All right. No, Bears fans, you did not get hosed. That was a legit five-minute call. You did not get hosed. Number two, the refs were not picking on Connor McMichael. We've said on the show, two minutes for being a bitch. That's exactly what he did. I get it. You're chirping. You're pissed off. It's a five-minute penalty kill. You're probably not out there, Connor. You want to get out there and help them. Or you're yelling over a call. And it's a linesman that got called it. He's standing right beside your bench. So these are two rookies. Well, Connor's not really a rookie. But anyway, you know what I mean. Loppy is. These are two rookies that cost you. It was a tie game before this happened. This, this shit right here is what might end up costing you the division. That's it. That's a turning point right there. Because you know who doesn't do this? Carter Cup aspiration teams don't do this. You know, team. you don't see Providence pulling this. You don't see Coachella Valley doing this. You don't see... Someone help me out here. Uh, Coachella Valley, uh, Texas. You don't see Texas doing this. When you lose your focus this late in the season, even for a moment, it will cost you. It will cost you. And those penalties, they are proverbial killers at this time of year. You can't be taking five-minute majors. I don't care what it is. I've seen five minutes in Stanley Cup final games. Devils, Kings, 12 and it cost them the freaking game. Three goals in those five minutes. Ended it. Well, they're just kids. Caught them some slack. Bullshit. Not this time of year. Not this time of year. And in times when you need points, stuff like that, that might have cost you the division. But, but the boys have a chance to get it back. Let's not dwell on the negative. Let's dwell on the positive here. The boys... The boys are go on a Friday night. Time to wrap up the regular season road schedule as we go to Total Mortgage Arena on a Friday night to take on the Bridgeport ugh, Islanders. Mm. They're on a Friday night. Last time around, last time up there in Bridgeport. Thank God. Three Friday night games against these guys. Oofta. So, with the Capitals finally being done, they send in reinforcements. Big Beck, Alexi Protoss, and Joe Snively all get sent back. What about Dylan McElrath? Oh, he was probably a paper transaction. Probably. Anyway. Anywho. Anywho. They are not with... They, they weren't with the team on Friday because Thursday they were just sent back down. Had to do all their end of season stuff with the Capitals. You know, clean out your locker. Say goodbye to everyone. You know, do the heart sign selfie on the way out. You know what you do on the last day of school. So we're there taking on Bridgeport on a Friday night. And of course, Providence is playing as well. They are taking on the Springfield Thunderboids. And as I'm listening to the broadcast, I'm always hearing, well, you know, Bears fans, we'll be keeping an eye on Springfield Providence. <laughs> Here we go again. I'm not going not gonna to reset my take. I'm not going to reset my take. Zach's doing what he's paid to do. Let's just, let's just get into this with, uh, with, with Bridgeport. And it's a typical Bridgeport game. Very typical. Checking. Checking a plenty. Neutral zone clog up. This is just what Bridgeport does. Wait a minute. 
When was the last time he played these guys? Wasn't didn't the last time he played these guys was Teddy Bear Toss Night? Wasn't it? I think. Maybe. Anyway, anywho. The wait, let's just hit that. Well, that's the last five. Anyway, anywho. The Bears need to get some points tonight. Providence does a three and three, and we've only got two with a loss earlier in the week. So four minutes in. Bridgeport scores. Might on a two on one the other way. William Defer and McLean just looking. McLean shoots and Fukali saves it, but McLean gets his own rebound. McLean's it up in front of the net. Eh? Eh? Eh, yeah. <sighs> Kyle McLean, his 11th goal of the season. William Defer, his 27th assist. Andrean Durandu, D U R A N D E A U. Hmm. Okay, 31st assist of the season, and it's one nothing, Bridgeport. Great. Just great. Going down early on the road, but it's not like Total Mortgage Arena is a place that's going to come down on you because you go up early. I mean, yeah, it's Bridgeport's, I think, last home game, but I don't fear going up to Bridgeport. I fear leaving it. I don't fear, fear going in. Mm. But early in the second, the boys get a power play going. Going in again, it's more It's more of the same. It's the four-on-one setup, and I love it. Second squad's, squad's out there. We have to kind of improvise a, a little a little bit. But Vecchione moves around to Pilon. Over to Mason Morelli. Winds, fire, scores! Yes! Mason Morelli! Corner gets it past... Who's that net? That's number 30. Wait, number 30. That's Corey Schneider? Wait, number 35, Corey Schneider. That Corey Schneider? Former Manitoba Moose? Former Vancouver Canuck? Former Binghamton Devil? Devil? Devil. Former Binghamton Devil? Yeah. That Corey Schneider, former Vancouver Canuck, former New Jersey Devil. Yeah. Him. But Mason Morelli ties the game for the Bears at 1-1. All right, gets his 12th of the season. Garrett Pilon is 17th. Mike Vecchione's 30th assist of the season. Nice job, lads. Nice job. But, unfortunately, Bridgeport gets a power play of their own. Andy Andreoff at the point works it. Chris Terry looks, looks, throws up Andre. You fires, he scores. Whoop! so much for that. Um, Andre and Andreu gets his 22nd goal of the season. Chris Terry, his 47th assist of the season. Good God. Uh, Andy Andreoff, former Lehigh Valley Phantom, former Ontario Reign, gets his 28th of the season, and it's 2-1. Okay, okay, okay. It's 2-1. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. But Bridgeport's just clogging up the neutral zone. The Bears can't get their transition game going. My gosh, it feels like Teddy Bear Toss Night all over again. They're, they're forcing the boys to the outside, but they're not allowing the Bears to, you know, work their magic in the neutral zone. And every time they've gotten an opportunity, th- those two goals I've said, they've cashed in. I mean, the Bears are playing good defensively. They are. But that, that, that again, that one time where you drop your guard and leave that little sliver out there for a second, Bridgeport puts it in the net. That's what makes them so dang, 
So dangerous. But Bridgeport gets in the zone again. Kyle McLean down low to Chris Terry. Finds Paul Thompson in front. He scores. Paul Thompson water seal. There's a name I've heard for a while. Paul Thompson. Former Wolfpack. Former Springfield Thunderbird. Former Chicago Wolf. Albany Devil. Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguin. Remember those? Remember he was with them? Paul Thompson water seal. Oh, there's a nickname I haven't used in a while. Gets his 13th goal of the season. Chris Terry gets his 48th assist. Kyle McLean gets his 16th assist, and it's 3-1 Bridgeport. But hey, Providence is losing. The Bears need a comeback in them. And we start the third. I'm like, okay, let's just get a goal here in the first minute. Let's just, just get a goal, and we'll be fine. And we'll be fine. Long pass up to Chris Terry, who left him all alone. Chris Terry is in, he shoots, and he scores. Chris Terry gets his 27th goal of the season. 4-1 Bridgeport. Vert, vert. My group chat goes off. But the guys, ball game. Yep. Late power play. On Dandrario gets the empty netter late. 5-1 Bridgeport. Andreu gets his sec- 22nd goal of the season, his second of the game. Chris Terry is 49th assist of the season. Robin Sallow, 14th assist of the season. Bears lose to Bridgeport, 5-1. Three stars of the night, honored Andreu with his with a, two goals and assist. Chris Terry with a goal and three assists. And Corey Schneider going 35 for 36. So the boys did try up there. They really did. But credit to Bridgeport who buried all the chances that they had. Just absolutely nailed it. And this and this was just one of those, again, like I said, they buried the chances they got. The Bears didn't play horribly. And this was a game where I, I even typed out, not our night. And Providence lost as well, so we didn't lose any ground. We didn't. But... A win on Tuesday would have really helped. Would have really, really, really helped. And this was a game where Corey Schneider turned it back to 2009 vintage. The type of player that Vancouver thought they were getting. And why New Jersey signed him to a stupid contract. That He had himself a night. 35 for 36 is pretty damn good. Stood on his head. Denied the Bears. Kept them out of it. It's just, I'm not upset about this because you ran into a red-hot goaltender. I'm not. What happened on Tuesday, you can prevent that. What happened on Tuesday, you can prevent that from happening by not taking a stupid five-minute penalty. This was just a hot goaltender on the road. This happens. This happens in hockey all the time. And Bridgeport's feisty at home. They hung seven on Providence a few weeks ago. So I'm not upset. I'm really not. Tuesday stuff like that is what upsets me. And if you don't blow that game, you're in a better better position tonight and heading into the weekend. And so the boys come back home on Saturday. The end of season, end of season, regular season finale for the Bears taking on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. And we'll get to that right after this. Hey, Bears fans. 
It's NBA playoffs time. That means big hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. Get in on the excitement of every game with the touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place the same-game parlay on any NBA playoff game. And if it does not hit, you get a bonus bet back up to $10. Guys, the NBA playoffs are getting up and running with multiple games daily. Heck, Saturday games can have four games in a row, starting at 1, going all the way to 10 p.m. This is a great time for you to get in on that sweet, sweet NBA action. And make sure you do that with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877 877- Eight Hope New York or text Hope New York four six seven three six nine. In Kansas, call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero. On behalf of the Boot Casino and Resort, Kansas twenty one plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state specific gambling resources. And now. On with the show. And we're back here on the Grint and Barrett podcast, everyone. Thank you to our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook, for sponsoring this podcast. Yeah, I know it was a little long in the tooth for it, but it's the NBA one. And it's what I got to do. Got to pay the bills, everyone. So the Bears are back at it on a Saturday night. Regular season finale. Last home game. Last time around the track. Here's your popcorn, sir. Last time around. And yours truly. Coming off a 12-hour shift at work. 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Off on the car. Up to Giant Center. And letting the adrenaline of the game carry me through. My goodness. Of course, all the usual stuff the Bears do at the end of the season. Scratch off tickets to see if you win a jersey off their backs. Spoiler alert, I did not. Didn't even get one of the other ones. You know, a nice little gift certificate somewhere else. Uh, Tickets are next year. Four pack of tickets to Hershey Park. But, nope. 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 15% off at the team store. Oofta. Very busy night there at Giant Center. Very busy. Busy night, a healthy 9,500 showed up. A good amount of orange and black there in the audience audience as well as the Bears welcome the Lehigh Valley Phantoms to town who are trying to get their playoff positioning set as well. As well as they had their home finale the previous night wearing those whiteout jerseys. <laughs> but the Bears and the Phantoms going going back, back at it. The Phantoms wearing their pretty darn good orange and blacks. You know how I feel about those Bears fans. But we're off at it there in the first as the Bears get a lot of reinforcements. Protoss in the lineup. Joe Snibley in the lineup. Dylan Mickelrath, the captain, back in the lineup. And we're wearing the cream alternates. Okay. 
I hope this is their last go round. But we may have to deal with that during the uh, the off season. Off season, and it's Bears versus Phantoms round fourteen. Dear God, and it's sort of even through the first. It's like these two teams have played each other fourteen times this season. This season, but the Bears trying to get get their uh, low high game going back out to the point. Bobby Nardella, rest on the way. He scores. Bobby Nardella. Bobby fucking Nardella. Irish baby. Picks the corner on a wicked wrister from him. Bobby. Nice job, son. More of that out of him. Bobby Nardella, his sixth goal of the season. Garrett Peel on his 18th assist. Joe Snively, his 17th assist. one nothing Hershey. All right. This is great. Great. Let me just type out the goal score. Bobby Nardella, he scored. Puck out front. Bobby Brink, they score. Guys. 25 seconds. 25. What are you doing? Bobby Brink is 12th. Elliot Desjardins is 21st. Garrett Wilson is 25th, and we're tied at one within a span of 30 seconds. Ugh, God. And I already see a lot of Flyers fans around me. Yeah! Yeah, Flyers! Woo! Shut up and sit down! And take that stupid snapback hat off of you! Name me three players on the Flyers not named... Claude Giroux, Travis Kunetke, and Carter Hart. You can't. Sit down. <sighs> Children. Oi. So at the end of one, it's 1-1. One, one. Bears leading 12-8 in shots. Oh, wait. Your goaltenders that night are uh, Hunter Shepard versus Samuel Erskine Rugg. Backing him up is, oh, Nolan Meyer, Redding Kid. Your goaltenders for the fighting LaPierres. But um, a decent period out of the Bears would have been nice. They could have hold the lead out there in the first. But on to the second we go. And the boys come out swinging. Making sure Urson not getting comfortable whatsoever. Gabriel Carlson. Big stick Carlson out there. Gets a puck out high. Vecchioni covering at the point. Throws a wrister. Deflected. They score! Ethan Frank! Frankie, he's back! Ethan's back! Ethan Frank is 28th of the season! Gets a goal in his first game back is 28th! Mike Vecchioni's 34th assist! Gabriel Carlson, 14th assist of the season! 2-1 Hershey! Awesome! Let me just type that out. They didn't score? No, awesome. Alright, Tyson Forrester gets it down low, finds a guy on front! What the heck they score? Oh my god, why must the Phantoms do this? Why do they do this and not gonna try and scrub our scheme? <sighs> okay. Vert, vert. Wait, what? Okay, alright. The scoring thing went off. Who the heck scored? It wasn't 51, it wasn't uh, Anisimov. It was. Wait. It was a newbie? Number 50's first professional goal? Okay. Brandon Furry? Brandon Furry. Brandon Furry. No. 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 This this, this this can't be right. F-U-R-R-Y. Brandon Furry. No. That can't be real. I can't be. It's, it's real. It's his third professional game. <laughs> this. 
24 years old. Number 50, Brendan Furry has tied the game. <laughs> Hockey gods, why do you bless me? Why? Brendan Furry. <laughs> Tyson Porter gets his 28th assist of the season. Oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we have an orange furry out there. <laughs> it's an orange furry out there. But if it's an orange furry, it's gritty. <laughs> it's too easy. It's too freaking easy. When they did the goal announcement, goal scored by Brandon Furry. Time of the goal, 4 minutes, 44 seconds. Who cares? The Furries do! Oh, dear. I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. I'll see you next time. (laughs) I shouldn't have this much fun with it. I really shouldn't. But, oh, look. There's Ethan Frank all in the circles. Rister, ping, scores! Ooh, that's filthy. The kiss. The kiss off the pipes. Ping. Key of E. Is there any other? Ethan Frank is second of the game. Vinny Iorio, an assist, friend of the podcast. And Mike Vecchione, his 32nd assist of the season. 3-2 Hershey. Okay. All right. We got the goal announcement. We get all this. And one minute past the goal. We're not tied. Excellent. We're not tied at all. And da-da-da-da-da. Wait a minute. Out front. Fans got out front. Who's that? They shoot. They score. Louis Belpito with his fourth goal against Hershey. I think it is. Louis Belpito, former Laval Rocket. He, uh, can't really look up that much. Former Iowa Wild. His eighth goal of the season assisted to Brandon Furry. <laughs> Furry has two points. Hockey gods, why are you doing this? I don't deserve this. We don't deserve this. 3-3 at the end of the second. Why am I laughing? Oh, yeah, Providence is winning too. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. 3-3, end of second. Tight game. Two rivals battling it out. Lehigh wins. They get better positioning in the playoffs. And the Bears, we just want to get two points to put extra pressure on Providence. And the Bears are trying to get that tying goal. My goodness, are they ever. Vinny Iorio, over to Joe Snively. Bobby Nadella, winds, fires, shoots, blocks, scramble in front, scramble in front. And it's in! Is it in? Section 125 just stood up and all pointed. It's in! It's in! But play keeps going. Play keeps going. We got to look at it. Got to look at it. It's the law. Law. No light, no point, no nothing. No, absolutely nothing. Lots of scrambling in front. Urson trying to keep stuff off the line. But we got a freeze at seven minutes, and we're going to the videotape. And the Bears are looking. We're looking. Is it going to be in? Is it going to be enough? And the ref comes out. Whistles. It's in! He points! He scores! Bobby Bobby gets it! His second of the game! Bobby Nardella. All right. All right. That's enough of that. That didn't work out as well as I thought it would. But anyway, Bobby, seventh goal of the season. Snively, 18th assist. Vinny Iorio, 
20th assist of the season. 3-2 Hershey. Go on, lads. Go on. And we actually hold it for five minutes. It's getting late in the game. I'm getting a little nervous. Even the wifey's beside me. She's getting nervous. Tick, 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 tick. And the Bears take a late game penalty. Ethan Frank for slashing. Oh, God. Oh, I've seen these games in Wilkes-Barre. I know what's going to happen here. I know what's going to happen. But the Bears kill it off. They're able to do it. And it gets slapped out of the zone. Shane Gershitz throws it to Mason Morelli. Frank out of the box. It's a two-on-one. Mason throws it over to Mason. Mason back over to Ethan Frank. He shoots. He scores. He scores. He scores. It's the fucking hat trick. It's the fucking hat trick, lads. Ethan Frank. Ethan. It's 30th goal of the season. A home hat trick for the Bears for the first time since AJ. Or was that earlier in the season that happened? Anyway, hat trick Ethan Frank is first game back. 30th goal of the season. Mason Morelli is 29th assist. Shane Gersich, 14th assist of the season. And it's 5-3 Hershey. All right. He's okay, guys. We got this. Let's just wrap this up and let's go home. Four minutes to go. They pull Erskine Rug. Clock keeps ticking down. Three minutes to go. All right, guys. It's getting a little close. Close and Shepard flings it to the empty net. Oh dear God! Throws it and it goes wide. Couple icings by the Bears, which is fine, just to kill things off. But the Phantoms take advantage of it. Advantage, advantage of it. And number fifty down low. Oh God, that's him. Ali Lixel stuffs it in. They score. Ali Lixel, his fourteenth goal of the season. Season. Branded for no. Brandon Furry is second assist. Adam Brooks is 25th assist of the season. We just gave three points to a Furry. <laughs> Why? Why are we blessed with this? Brandon Furry, second assist of the night. Third goal, third point of the night. We gave three points to a Furry. <laughs> 5 4, and the Phantoms fans are feeling a little oozy. They're getting up in, into it. All right, Phantoms! Phantoms! Ah, shut up! Up. All right, guys. Let's just get this down. They dump puck in. Aaron Ness slaps it on down. Riley Sutter is able to beat the South. Throws toward the empty net. Misses. But Shane Gersich collects it. Skates it toward the goal line. Diggs backs it in. He scores! Shane Gersich, his ninth of the season. Riley Sutter is seventh. Aaron Ness, his... Wait, lost it. 14th assist of the season. 6-4 Hershey. Back goes in Sam Erson. Lee tries to push it down. And Erskine's just there up against the goalpost like, nah, nah, we're losing. Eh, we're done after this. I'm getting paid anyway. Let's just, aren't we going to pull you? Nah, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Let's just go. We're fine. I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Erson just stood there with exactly zero fucks to give. It was absolutely delicious. So three, two, one, win. Bears win it. Six for the final. Three stars in the night. Vinny Iorio with two assists. Bobby Nardella with two goals. Ethan Frank, the freaking hat trick, gets first star of the night. And the Bears win it. Good job. Good job on the boys getting points when you need to. And the Bears 
one, but so did Providence. So the Bears are one point up on Providence heading into Sunday. And on Sunday, it was Providence versus Springfield up there at ugh, Amca Mutual Pavilion. And we checked, we checked it. All Providence had to do was win in any way. But if they lose in any way, Bears get in. I know it sounds weird. I thought they'd have the head-to-head against us. But anyway, it was 3-3 after two. And Springfield's the king of comebacks. They did it against Wilkes-Barre. But you know what? Vinny Letary, Jake Akon, Jonas Kupinen, Chris Wagner, and Mike McLaughlin said, not tonight. And Providence takes it 7-3 the final and wins the Atlantic. You know what would have helped preventing that? Again, not take a five-minute power play on Tuesday. So, that's it. The playoffs are officially set. Providence takes number one. Bears take number two. And and in the first round, playing round, whatever you want to call it, your 3-6 matchup is the Charlotte Checkers taking on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Game one will be the night this drops on the 18th. Game two, the 20th, Friday, April 21st. Game three, if needed, all three games in Charlotte. The 4-5 matchup. Springfield versus Hartford. Ooh, interesting. Game one at the M&M Center on Wednesday. Game two at the XL Center on Friday the 21st. Saturday the 22nd. Game three in Springfield, if needed. The Bears will get the higher-seeded We'll get the higher team that moves on. Or is it the lower team? We get the lowest that moves on. So that means our opponent could be either Charlotte, Springfield, or Hartford if Lehigh and Hartford take both. There's no way the Bears could play Lehigh in the first round and in the next round. Unless Lehigh pulls off the impossible and takes down Providence... And then we could have a best of five against them. I don't want that to happen. I don't want to go back to the PPL center in the playoffs. I don't want to. I really don't. But that's how it shakes out. And there's going to be no more complaining and bitching about it from me. Because it's all set. And you can't change how this is set up. Looking over in the north. Toronto takes the north. And the other first round matchup is Syracuse versus Rochester. And there's got to be another one. I know there is. It's a five game set there. All right. The the first three get in. It's a stupid format, everyone. Syracuse and Rochester get in. They get a five game set that starts on Friday, April 22nd. Um, In the central... Oh, wait, the other Northern Division playing round matchup is Utica versus Laval, which game one will be in Laval on Wednesday the 19th, and the remaining two games in Utica on Friday and Saturday, April 21st and 22nd. See see theahl.com for more information or just the AHL app. Uh, The Iowa Wild and the Ice Hogs were able to get the last two spots in the Central But that also means the Chicago Wolves didn't get in. So in the words of Uncle Doc, Mike Emmerich, the defending champions are defending no more. (laughs) So some of you are going to ask, you know, well, 
what's our who's what's our next play? What's our next opponent? We don't know. We don't know. I don't know. We got to let it play out this week and see where things drop. The Bears are going to get a week off to practice, healed up, and get healthy and get ready to go. Because all of you know what it was like last year, that first round matchup against Wilkes-Barre, the 1-2-1. The next round will be a best of five, Bears fans. We just don't know who that's going to be. Uh, some last mop-up to uh, to do. Um, the Bears did their end-of-season awards. And let me... Did their end of season awards. Let me just try and dig it up. I got to go scroll through the fan club page to get it. All right. The awards this season were AHL man of the year. Every team designates a man of the year for his charitable work goes to Mason Morelli. From what I heard, he did a lot of great work throughout the community to the gap, to the hospitals, to the schools. He was always there. Good on him. Most improved player, Riley Sutter. Good on him. I think he took good strides this season. Best plus minus. Gabriel Carlson, big stick Carlson and his big stick energy. Good job out of him. Best player of the game, the person who got the most star nominees throughout the season, Mike Scarbosa. I think that's right. It's either him or Vecchione. Unsung hero. And, all right, we have our nominees, we really think. And it goes to Mason Morelli? The first ever back-to-back unsung heroes? Uh... First half unsung hero, yes, but um, Gabriel Carlson could have gotten that. Um, there were a few others who could have gotten it. Best defenseman, Dylan Mickelrath. Dylan Mickelrath. Um, oh, uh, oh, Aaron Ness again. Gabriel Carlson. Um. Somebody explain to me this, how Dylan Mickelrath got this. I mean, he's good, yes. Took some dumb penalties early in the season. But Jesse kind of explained this to me. How many times during the year did Dylan try to set the tone physically and say, this is how we're going to play, get on my back, and we'll we're set forth by example. And that's what you want out of your captain. And you know what? Okay. Okay. I'm fine with that. If that's a reasoning, I'm okay with it. I don't I don't agree that he won it, but I understand why he got it. Rookie of the year, <laughs> Ethan Frank. Yes, it was never in doubt. Your team MVP of the year goes to your goaltender, number 30, Hunter Shepard. Grab your palisman. Get out there in honor of Flapjack. Nice job, Hunter. Yeah. The two, the goalie, twosome, one and two. Hunter had some big games for us and stepped up when we really needed the, the goaltending to help us win games. So I think they got that one right, though there were a few other guys who could have gotten it too. So, mostly right. There were a few I didn't understand. Morelli and Mickelrath, their wins. I mean, Morelli getting unsung hero, not the man of the year. He deserves that. But anyway... Anyway, that was the awards that were handed out. And with that, we put a nice little bow and we are done with the regular season, Bears fans. We are absolutely done. And now is the time we set our gaze to bringing the the legendary chalice back home. Because Bears fans, 
it's Calder Cup playoff time. And listen to me. And come on, a little closer. It's time to bring it back home. Last year, I didn't think this team really had a chance. They really didn't. Even the past couple years, before the dark days, before the Corona Nation attacked, I was never really confident that this team could go on a deep run. But not since the 15-16 squad have I been confident in this team. I mean, we're going to have to get some luck go our way, but what playoff doesn't have that? And this Bears team is capable of putting a 12th up there in the banners. The Chicago Wolves are out, so the defending champions are defending no more. But Chicago, Rosemont, Illinois, whatever you want to call it, has something very important to us. And in the words of Megatron from Transformers Beast Wars, Chicago has something very important to me. Yes. Bring it back. Chasing the Calder Cup? No, we're bringing it home. It's going to come back home. I believe we can do this. So next week, everyone, kicks off our playoff coverage. We're going to hopefully next week know whom the Bears are playing, have a playoff preview, and recaps are going to be a bit more scattered as we get into these games. But it's playoff time, Bears fans. It's time to chase the cup, roar for the cup, hashtag roaring, whatever you want to call it. Does not matter. Because I'm ready, Bears fans. And I'm sure you're ready. Whatever fan base we're going to take on is going to be ready. And in the words of a song from Tangled, the animated series, and I'll close it out with this. And the line in the sand and the moments at hand. Because I'm ready. You're ready. We're all ready. And me, well... As ready as I'll ever be. I'll see you next week. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears!